0: Hello, this is Audio Art Hole 8, and this comes after a truly horrific week. I've been thinking a a lot about how to mention any of it. The horrors of this week with most recently the death of Joe Cox, have left me completely speechless and I can't even begin to say anything about such tragedies. But I think it's important to say something. I was invited in November 2015 onto a chirpy... London Sunday morning show and that Sunday followed the massacre in Paris which took place on Friday. The very nice couple that were hosting the show said, would I like to comment on the atrocities in Paris? And I said, I can't. I simply can't say anything. And they looked at me and each other and they said, well, we are asking people today how they feel about being in London, how they feel about their own safety. And I just looked back aghast. I couldn't speak. So they said, that's fine, that's fine. We'll just ask you about old dears. And it was almost like an extraordinary opportunity. I could not take, I could not say anything, I could not say nothing, but I couldn't say anything. So I just went on with what I suppose might have been called a delightfully dotty old dear routine, reminiscing about Chelsea and living in the same street as David Bowie, that again, and how he'd say hello in a rather shy way. He was a very good actor, I feel, Um, on my way home from school and how it was only later I realised that I was wearing the uniform of his first girlfriend, Donna Gillespie, who went to the same school. So clearly there was something quite intriguing about um, another dark-haired girl in that particular grey uniform. And because it was 1972, I'd sort of, you know, amended it a bit, pulled it up a bit, lowered it a bit, or the black stockings with it a bit, etc. Anyway, on I went. And at the back of my mind, while I was saying all these things, was just that image of something I wasn't at, that somehow was in my mind. And same with this week. And... I drank a lot. Well, I think quite a few people drank a lot. And one night when I was drinking, I was also talking to Shan Bradley for Vox Box, the jukebox, and asking her about the 70s, of course. And uh, she is the band leader of a group or the group, known as the Nips, but originally called the Nipple Erectors. In fact, the Nips is often known as the band of the now more famous Shane McGowan, but it was Shan who dreamed it up, and literally, for the first time ever, I learned that she had a dream, and the dream involved some sort of rubbery suit with nipples that rose up and she woke up and thought nipple erectors that'll be my band's name and I, and I really like that a sort of mysterious zone from which ideas come from 16th of June yesterday Bloom's Day is one of my favourite days and I often enjoy reading out Molly Bloom's soliloquy I think I really identify and uh I started to read a bit out earlier, thinking of sending it out for Audio Art Hole 8, because I wasn't really up up to it yesterday. And then I got into the really dirty, dirty, dirty bits. I mean, in fact, the dirty bits of Ulysses are the reason I first read that book very young. And uh, then I found I actually thought it was brilliant in some other way. It worked on me in another way. But I only went to read it because it was dirty. I think it's um, a good way to get um, certain re- people to to actually to engage with culture. Anyway, I'm going to read the last little bit. Where to start? How oh, to start? Just the last bit but oh, it's all so great. And the sun shines for you today, yes. That was why I liked him, because I saw he understood, or felt, what a woman is. And I knew I could always get round him, and I gave him all the pleasure I could, leading him on till he asked me to say yes. And I wouldn't answer first, only looked out over the sea and the sky, I was thinking of so many things. He didn't know of Mulvey and Mr. Stanhope and Hester and Father and old Captain Groves and the sailors playing All Birds Fly and I say stoop and washing up dishes, they called it, on the pier and the sentry in front of the governor's house with the thing round his white helmet, poor devil, half roasted and the Spanish girls laughing in their shawls and their tail combs, and the auctions in the morning, the Greeks and the Jews and the Arabs, and the devil knows who else, from all the ends of Europe and Duke Street, and the Foul market, all clucking outside Larby Sharon's, and the poor donkeys, slipping half asleep, and the vague fellows in the cloaks, asleep in the shade on the steps, and the big wheels of the carts of the bulls, and the old castle, thousands of years old, yes, and those handsome moors, all in white, and turbans like kings, asking you to sit down in their little bit of a shop, and Ronda, with the old windows of the Posadas, two glancing eyes, a lattice hid for her lover to kiss the iron, and the wine shops, half open at night, and the castanets... And the night we missed the boat at Algeciras, the watchman going about serene with his lamp. And oh, that awful, deep-down torrent, oh. And the sea, the sea, crimson, sometimes like fire, and the glorious sunsets, and the fig trees in the Alameda Gardens. Yes, and all the queer little streets, and the pink and blue and yellow houses and the rose gardens and the jessamine and geraniums and cactuses and Gibraltar as a girl, where I was a flower of the mountain, yes, when I put the rose in my hair like the Andalusian girls, used, or shall I wear a red, yes, and how he kissed me under the Moorish wall, and I thought, well, as well him as another, and then I asked him with my eyes to ask again, yes, and then he asked me, would I, yes, to say yes, my mountain flower, and first I put my arms around him, yes, yes. And drew him down to me so he could feel my breasts all perfume yes and his heart was going like mad and yes I said yes I will yes that's a bit long nine over nine minutes I must stop yes